Good evening, everybody. My name is Jordan McCrone. This is episode 88 of Sodom and I. Continuing in our obedience series, we are talking about what it means to be upright. Upright is the English equivalent most often used for the Hebrew word yasar or yashar. Literally, yasar pertains to that which is vertically erect or horizontally level or smooth. It also means straight or evenly distributed. Isaiah 40 verse 3. So today there are going to be a lot of verses. So although I do have my physical Bible, I'm only going to be reading a couple. I only have like maybe like two two to three verses marked down in my Bible. Everything else is going to be written in here. So, application in theological settings brings to mind the notions of unchanging standards, correctness, genuineness, and forthrightness. God, a model of uprightness. From the beginning of the relationship between Israel and God, his nature is reflected as faithful and truthful. Uprightness is further a moral aspect to Israel's perception of God's holy character. In Isaiah chapter 26, verse 7, we read that one of God's titles is upright. Isaiah says, the path of the righteous is level. O upright one, you make the way of the righteous smooth. This concept concerning God is also seen in Deuteronomy 32, verse 4. We read of God, upright and just is he. God is upright, and we are told in scripture that he has pleasure in uprightness. I will read this one. To, we're going to go to First Chronicles 29, verse 17. KJV. I know also, my God, that thou triest the heart and hast pleasure in uprightness. As for me, in the uprightness of mine heart, I have willingly offered all these things. And now have I seen with joy thy people, which are present here, to offer willingly unto thee. We see that God not only is upright, but he has also created humanity in uprightness. In Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse 29, we learn that God made mankind upright, but men have gone in search of many schemes. Because of man's crooked schemes, he has become a twisted mess, true, and is far from the Creator's purposes. Although man has become twisted from his original upright position, God has not given up on him. In Psalm 25, verse 8, and in other places, we see that God still instructs sinners in his ways. I'd also like to add the next verse, Psalm 25, verse 9, the meek will he guide in judgment and the meek will he teach his way. We spoke in a previous episode on how meekness is to be in submission, aka obedience. God will guide us in our meekness. If we don't walk in obedience, we won't be in the proper position to be instructed, guided, and corrected in the way God intends.
Marks of an Upright Man. There are many marks or characteristics of an upright person. One of the pages I utilize for research describes just a few of them. Godly fear is a part of the upright person's disposition. He whose walk is upright fears the Lord. Proverbs 14 verse 2. We need to get current ideas of fear out of our minds because biblical fear, like we spoke on way early on in the podcast, is more akin to deep respect, awe, reverence, and obedience than to some sort of terror. Thus, the upright person has a great respect for God and for his commandments. The upright has a secure walk or lifestyle, Proverbs 10 verse 9, because that one is guided by integrity, Proverbs 11 verse 3, and avoids crooked paths, Philippians 2 verse 15. Because the upright have understanding, Proverbs 15 verse 21, they walk in the way of God's wisdom. The upright will not walk in evil paths. In Proverbs 16 verse 17, we read that the highway of the upright avoids evil. He who guards his way guards his life. The upright man has also the courage to speak the truth, even in his inmost being. The Bible speaks of the one whose walk is blameless and who does what is righteous, who speaks the truth from his heart. Psalm 15 verse 2. There is no hypocrisy in the upright. There is no hypocrisy in the upright. That person lives a lifestyle of praise. They live a life of praise. And because of a righteous lifestyle, that praise is a beautiful thing. As scripture says, it is fitting, beautiful for the upright to praise him. Psalm 33 verse 1. Because of these and many more things, the upright person is approved of God and becomes a blessing to other people. Proverbs 11 verse 11. One thing for sure about the upright person is that such a person will always, always be an abomination to evil workers. Proverbs 29 verse 27. The upright is scorned by them. Job 12 verse 4. Also in Psalm 37 verse 14, we read, The wicked draw the sword and bend the bow to break down the poor and needy to slay those whose ways are upright. Purity, honesty, obedience, goodness, and blamelessness are key indications of uprightness. Rewards of the Upright there are numerous rewards of upright living mentioned in scripture. First of all, there is a special closeness of God to those who are upright. We are told that God delights in them, Proverbs 11 verse 20, and watches them, Psalm 11 verse 7. We see that the prayer of the upright pleases him, Proverb, Proverbs 15 verse 8. And in Proverbs 3, verse 32, we see that God even confides in the upright. 
God also defends them and saves them as we see in Psalm 7 verse 10. My shield is God most high who saves the upright in heart. When everything around them is gross darkness, there is light for the upright in heart. Psalm 112 verse 4. They are kept because of their righteousness. Proverbs 13 verse 6. They find strength in God's way and in the end they are saved. Proverbs 10:29 which I'll go to now. 10:29 The way of the Lord is strength to the upright, but destruction shall be to the workers of iniquity. And also Proverbs 28 verse 18. Whoso walketh uprightly shall be saved, but he that is perverse in his ways shall fall at once. Although they are not seeking it, the upright will find that which many children of this world are seeking, prosperity. They will find that which many children of this world are seeking, prosperity. In Psalm 112 verse 3 we read that wealth and riches are in his house and his righteousness endures forever. The Bible assures us that God will not withhold any good thing from those who walk in uprightness. Psalm 84 verse 11. The upright shall enter into peace and they shall possess the land. Proverbs 2 verse 21. This certainly this certainly is a reference to the earth as a whole. However, it's also a specific reference to the special land of Israel. Whether in the earth as a whole or Israel specifically, one thing is certain. God's elect will inherit it and the wicked will ultimately be torn out of the earth. Then the upright will dwell forever with God. Isaiah promises this is the man who will dwell in the heights. His bread will be supplied. And I'm going to read Isaiah chapter 33, verses 15 through 17. Go there. Isaiah 33, 15 through 17. Because I want to get everything. He that dwelleth, he that walketh righteously and speaketh uprightly, he that despiseth the gain of oppressions, that shaketh his hands from holding of bribes, that stoppeth his ears from hearing of blood, and shutteth his eyes from seeing evil, he shall dwell on high. His place of defense shall be the munitions of rocks. Bread shall be given him, his waters shall be sure. Thine eyes shall see the king in his beauty. They shall behold the land that is very far off. Yes, the upright will dwell with God and will delight themselves in abundance of peace. As Psalm 37 verse 18 says, The Lord knoweth the days of the upright and their inheritance shall be forever. It's interesting that the word upright hardly appears in the New Testament. 
perhaps because no human being is upright in the Lord's eyes. Some versions of some versions use upright in Titus 1 verse 8 and 2 verse 12, which is, uh, I think, BCB or BVB, one of the two I was looking at earlier that I don't normally use. But others use righteous or godly. In the end, God assures us that no person can be upright, righteous, good, or godly. Psalm 53 verse 3. The Bible concludes God made him, Jesus, who had no sin, to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 21 NIV. When we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, he becomes our righteousness. Jeremiah 33 verse 16. And we can then be called truly upright. A majority of this was written by Jim Garrish. And I had to give him this credit because this this one was really good. I had come up or well, God gave me this title um, probably about a week or two ago. And today, you know, is just the day that he felt it should be spoken on. But like I said, for January, we are going to be sticking with the different aspects of obedience, different ways to be obedient, how to be obedient, what it means to be obedient, and everything that falls in that category. So with that being said, I hope you guys stay blessed, be a blessing unto others, and I love you, but God loves you so much, infinitely more than I do. You guys have a great night.